Good evening, good evening, good evening, Baltimore. Kai here with the man in the mirror. And we are having a special show tonight since we are in the Easter season. Special but different. Um, And as always, we're going to start off in prayer and then we'll move on. Dear gracious Heavenly Father, we just bow down again as humble servants. Lord, thank you, Lord, for this evening, Lord, thank you, Lord, for our day, Lord, thank you, Lord, for traveling mercies over the busy highways and byways, Lord, thank you, Lord, for the listening audience, Lord, thank you, Lord, those who have been supporting the man in the mirror, Lord, we just ask you just to have a bless us now as we are in the Easter season, Lord, help us remember what you did for us, Lord, and also help us remember all those who are around you and all the other Bible um, Bible heroes that we're going to talk about tonight, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We praise you and just give us a peace of mind just to make it feel out the rest of this night. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome welcome to the Man and the Mayor. I'm your host, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, along with our fabulous co-host, Michelle Johnson. We are Good. down here in the Easter season. Tonight we're going to talk about something different. Since we're in that season, we're going to talk about a special hero at Easter time. And many of you are probably going to say, okay, what is this all about? We all know it's about Christ. Well, you know, we're going to dive a little deeper. Then we'll discuss about your heroes. Because I know we all have heroes in the Bible. that people that we love, people that we emulate. Um, as always, before we get started, if you have a question or a comment tonight, you can press the number one on your phone, and you'll be put in our queue, and then we'll you know, have a time just to discuss, so tell us about your Bible hero as well. And again, thank you, Michelle. You know, I thought you were trying to sneak off to another vacay, but I see you're still here, so. Not yet. Give me a, a couple said, of okay. weeks. We, we got we to gotta keep an eye on this one, folks. She keeps trying to sneak <laughs> off. Well, we all grew up with heroes in our lives. Some superheroes, because I know mine was, you know, Spider-Man and Batman and, you know, all those DC comics. Some superheroes and some in our lives were people, live people that we call heroes. Many times we even emulate some of the things that we've learned from them. We are now in the Easter season. I have a hero from that story. You see, I know that the, I know that the real story is about Jesus dying, you know, dying on the cross, and then he rose again. But there was a hero that I can relate to, and to me, that was the thief on the cross. He was up there on the cross because he messed up and was being punished for his crime. But Jesus did nothing and was up there alongside of him. He knew Jesus didn't do anything and was being punished unjustly, but he had, he only said a few words to Jesus. Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus, being who he was, stopped dying and said, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. The thief didn't have time to do anything special but repent. And Jesus stopped dying and forgave him. In Rediscovering Kai, I wrote about my sin. The church found out, and it wasn't a pretty sight. I was I was expecting Christian love from them to help me, pray with me, teach me, and bring me back to the fold. 
there was gossip, and they tried to bring me before the board. What I'm saying is this. We have to show love even when it's hard to show love. Christ did. He stopped dying for a brief moment to save that thief who knew he was wrong. I can relate to that thief. I was wrong. I sinned. At that time, I needed love to bring me back into the fold, but it didn't happen. And I'm even going to back up. Um, that was just a, you know my synopsis of today's show. And I'm going back up. There were two thieves on a cross on either side of Christ. And um, it's kind of interesting, you know. I think it, you know, if you think about it now, um, God does things in threes. He didn't let it be just him, Jesus, and someone else. He had there were three crosses up on Golgotha on that hill. And one, the first thief said, "Well, you know, if you are the Son of God, or if you are who you claim to be, save me and yourself, or you know, save us." Now, mind you, he was just being self-sufficient. You know, you know, you know. Um, he was just thinking about himself, like, "Look, get us off of here." You know, you know, we've done something. You know, he didn't even know if Christ did anything. He was just thinking about himself. But the other one mocked him and said, "Hey, look, we are up here unjustly, and you know, we up here for our crimes. We did what we did, but this man has done nothing." And he turned around and looked at Christ, and all he just said a few words. He said, "Remember me when you come into your kingdom." And in today's world, you know, after, and I know what it's like, you know, when you go through something, when you mess up, when you're downridden, when you're downtrodden, when you just screwed up profoundly, you know, once you know that, you're looking, you're seeking, you're searching for someone, something, and if you're in a church, you're hopefully, you're searching for the church to say, you know what, brother slash sister, we're here for you. We want to help you. We want to nurture you. We want to bring you back in the fold. We have to be careful. And I like what my pastor says. He goes from the pulpit to the door. Look, we all got issues. There's no one special, no one super special before Christ. We are all his children. You don't have to have a backwards collar. You don't have to have a robe on. I mean, I mean, you don't have to be all up in white. We are all special in his sight. And we have to do exactly what Christ did. You know, Christ could have said, huh, I got my own issues up here. But he didn't. And Christ being Christ, he just said a few words. Today thou shalt be with me in paradise. The man didn't have time to get baptized, you know, even though we got to remember we do, you know, we should get baptized. He didn't have time to do seven Hail Marys. You know, he didn't have that kind of time. You know, there was no time. He was up there. He couldn't get down and do his little happy dance or his hallelujah dance and just to show the world that, hey, no. And I like that scripture. That's in, that's in the word that says, man looks on an outward appearance, but God looks on a heart. So we have to be careful. God, Jesus looked at his heart. And he knew that he was sincerely sorry for his crime, for his sins. Well, we, we don't know what he did. We just know that punishment, one of the worst punishments back then with the, um, in the Roman time was, look, 
crucifixion. But Jesus was sinless. He didn't do anything. And that thief knew it because he seen he must have seen Jesus before or he might have just seen it in his eyes. But he said, you know, he was he knew Christ was up there unjustly. But he took time to just say, Hey look, this man didn't do anything. We are just we are justly up here. But he is put up here unjustly. And all he did was say, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And I can relate to that because, you know, I was put down, almost ridiculed, you know, brought before the board, you know, just to, you know, and I know all they wanted to do is gossip. I may, I always thought that may be dumb, but I ain't stupid. You know, I was already feeling bad. You know, I keep it real. I was already feeling bad. But to bring me before a group of people and say, well, go ahead and tell what you did. Hmm. We can even look back to another uh, hero of mine when um, the woman was caught in adultery. They, uh, you know, the Sadducees and the Pharisees brought the young lady. Oh, we got him now. We're going to see what he's going to do. So they brought the young lady over to Christ and said, well, she was, you know, caught in adultery. Hmm. They started writing on the, you know, writing on the ground and um, got back up. And I remember, you know, this wasn't said, but just, um, it's not written, but I remember Pastor saying, well, doesn't it take two to tangle? If she was caught in adultery, what about the man? I'm mm. sure, you know, she didn't do it by herself. So we just got to be careful. So Christ got up, and they still were talking. And he ain't said a mumbling word. When he bent back down, and he was writing more. And it's almost like one by one, they started walking off. And I, another, I heard another preacher say, well, maybe he was just writing their names in the, in the dirt, and they looked at their names, and they put their little finger up like we do in church when we try to get out of here, you know, when we're trying to, you know, you know, leave the sanctuary for a minute. They walked off one by one by one. I said, oh, got to go. So, <laughs> you know, once they see their name, oh, got to go. And they were ready to stone her. And Jesus turned around and said, Woman, where are thou accusers? And she said, There are none. And he said, Neither do I go and sin no more. We've all felt that before when people try to ridicule us, when people try to, you know, put us down because we messed up. But didn't doesn't the Bible say, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He said, if you confess your sins before Christ, he is a faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So if he says all that, so who are they? And I'm talking about the church or anyone else, if they don't get it right, because we all got to get it right, who are they to say, oh, well, you know, Brother Kai got, got messed up. A brother, you know, so on, or sister so and so messed up. Mm-mm. That's not your job. Your job is to do the job that God gave you, is to help that person. You're listening live with a man in the mirror with your host Hezekiah uh, Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson, and we are talking about tonight's show is called "An Easter Hero," 
And we're talking about, I was talking about my hero of the Bible, which was a thief on the cross, and why he was my hero. You can dial in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the man in the mirror. If you have a question or comment, you can just press the number one on your phone, and you'll put in your you'll be put in our queue, and you'll have a chance to actually, you know, open up and tell us about your you know hero of the Bible. Because you know, I have many more. I I just love this this because I actually did a blog on my um, website a couple of years ago about my Bible heroes. I have several because. They were all the people that Christ showed love to, regardless of nationality, regardless of what they were, what they've done. Christ showed love, and we today have an issue with that. We're showing love to people that have messed up, you know, because we all have issues. The Bible says, "Out of the heart comes the issues of life." If you don't have an issue, just wait; it'll show up sooner or later, or later or sooner, it will show up. Um, any comments, Michelle? Oh, well, of course, I was considering, you know, who my my heroes are, and like yourself, I probably had more than one. And of course, I wanted to say, Jesus, of course, is the biggest hero to me because of what He did, the sacrifice that He made for us. But um, Outside of him, uh, one of my heroes is uh, Job. Job was just a man of great faith, and that's actually why I have another hero as well, because I love the faith that they showed. Uh, One is Job and one one is Abraham, two of my favorites. Job, of course, because even though he didn't necessarily know the situation, he didn't know what had occurred, that, um, you know, Satan was roaming about like he does and that, you know, the Lord has, you know, said, have you considered my servant Job? He didn't know He didn't know any of this, um, you know, necessarily. Only thing he knew is that things started happening and up until that time, you know, he had a pretty okay life and he loved the Lord. But up uh, you know, then all of a sudden, everything and how often in our lives does everything seem like it's snowballing and things are going wrong and it's one thing after another, after another, after another. And it's just like sometimes you, you, I'm sure Joe might have said, wow, what is going on? Like, what is really happening? Hey, but I would have been saying it. <laughs> <laughs> but just all of that. Despite all of that, and despite the fact that sometimes we will never, well, not ever, but when we're going through that, we will not know why, like, these things will be happening. But it seems like always in the end, you know, there is something that we learn. There is something that we get. There is a blessing that comes. And Job is the same way. The Lord truly blessed him for his great faith. You know, a lot of times, and I've heard different um, takes on on the story, and people said, but he lost so much, you know, how could what he was giving back make him feel better about the things that he lost? But, you know, we go through life situations like that all the time. 
you know, we may leave. I heard uh, uh, a person testify in church before when they lost their mom. But I remember her saying, and that reminds me of how Job probably uh, could have felt. I remember her saying, you know, my mother, this the situation, it, it happened, it had to happen. It was within the will of God. But this is what I gained. This is how much closer I am to God. This is how much I know I can depend on them. This is how he blessed me, even in the midst of the situation. So that's just something that always reminds me that, you know, we will go. Word of God tells us we are going to go through trials and tribulations. We um, we will suffer as Christ suffered. And that could be personal. It could be professional. It could be, um, we may even suffer sometimes spiritually, but that in the end, all things work for our good. So no matter what happens, we, we're blessed in the end. In the end, I like um, my pastor says this, in the end, we win, no matter what. So that is, that, his story just really brings that home that we will suffer some loss, we will go through some trials, we will have some hard times sometimes, and then the Lord will bless, the Lord will show favor, the Lord will give, the Lord will increase. And not we're not just talking about um, monetary increase or material increase, but increase in faith, increase in, in um, spiritual knowledge, increase in faith. Um, I think I said that already, but that that needs to be said twice. Increase in faith, yes. Um, and then also, my God, look at the story of Abraham. You know him and Sarah. How long they waited to be blessed with child, and then God was requiring um, the sacrifice. And how strong in faith is he? that he took everything he needed to carry that out, and he, you know, went to go sacrifice um, Isaac, went to go do what God had said, and it wasn't until the last moment that the Lord let him know he didn't even have to do that, but it was his faith that led him through all of that. And, um, you know, we we have to do that sometimes as well, that we have to sacrifice, um, and I'm, I was trying to think of what I had heard before in reference to that, but, you know, they make that comment about you cannot receive when your hand is closed. When we're holding on to that little bit that we have, like the the um, the story of the talent, and you're just holding on to the little you have, God can't bless you. So when when if you look at it that way, when Abraham let go and and said whatever your will is, God, and he opened his hands and let his child go, bless mm-hmm. him, and not just you know with with his son, but with increased faith as well. So those are two of my favorite stories in reference to just having faith in God no matter what, because we cannot. We cannot allow ourselves to just stumble in our faith 
because things don't look like they're going to work out or things aren't going the way that we want them to at the time. You have to have steadfast and unmovable faith. Uh-oh, uh-oh. You just started something, girl. You just started something. You just gave <laughs> an idea. You said a no matter what faith. No matter what it look, what it look like, what it sound like, what reports you get. Do you know how many reports? If you read, if people read the beginning of Job, Job would just mind his own business. Let me even back up. Let me back up. Just going. You just thought of something tonight. Let me back up. <laughs> I could imagine Job was in the presence of God when the devil was going to and fro, fro and to, and. And God always asks these questions that he are open-ended questions that he already knows the answers to. Uh, what have you been doing, Satan? Well, you know, Lord, I've just been going to and fro, fro and to, and you know what? And then comes the question. This dialogue is just um, blows my mind. He asks him, <laughs> have you considered my servant Job? And at that moment, I'd have been like one of the men. It's like... <laughs> Okay, I'm minding my own business, not doing nothing. I'm just chilling here on earth. And he asked, have you considered my servant Job? And then Satan says, well, why why should I? You got a hedge around him. You're protecting him, big guy. You're protecting him. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, fine. You got that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You know what's going on. You know. You know me. You okay? I got you. So he said, "Well, guess what? I'll take the hedge of protection from him, but you can you can do whatever you want to him. You must spare his life." So Satan said, "Ah, it's on now." So, but and as we move on in the story, I love that story. It's like calamity at the. It's like after the first clammy, while that servant was still talking, the next servant came. I'm like, really? (laughs) (laughs) Then something else came. While that servant was talking, you know, while that servant was talking, another servant came. Are you for real? So it's like within within that season of the first chapter, like everything just left. You know, and I like, you know, as Michelle said, I like what he said. This is why I said, why don't you just curse God and die? He put, woman, are you crazy? You know, should we just um, accept the good things from God without the bad? But, again, like um, Michelle stated, that he had a no matter what faith. And I'm actually going to work on something because I like that. No matter what it looks like. He had it no matter what faith. People are people are not going to understand that. I mean, you know, people didn't understand. If they read the Bible, a lot of people don't understand because once you start losing everything, and I've been there, and I know, you go crazy. Some people go crazy because they're so used to that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But the Bible says in Job 8, 7, though your beginning was insignificant, your end will increase greatly. That was that ladder that you were talking about. He said, yeah, you know, you lose everything now. But Job was, people don't, Job had to go through. But that was not the end of the story. That was the beginning of the story. That's what I tell people when they read my book. You have to read the whole book. Just don't start at the beginning 
get to the middle and then think you know it and got everything. No, because God wants us to get through the story. You read. Job 42.12 says, the Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 donkeys. Okay, folks, that's a wild moment. You know, because guess what? He lost everything in the beginning. In the meantime, we have to, it's almost like a startup, startup moment. We have to start over. We got to, you know, that's why we got erasers on pencils. The people that still use pencils or white out, you know, sometime or to delete. Sometimes we have to start over. And what God will do is say, hey, we got, we got to do this. We got, you get a do over. Now, what you do, what you do over is was up to you. But after Satan did what he wanted to do and Job still did not deny or Forget God, he got a do-over, and he blessed him more than what he had before. Yeah. He blessed him more than what he had before. So, don't you know, we get upset when we have to start. I've been there when we have to start over. But sometimes God wants us to, he does these things for us to open up and remember that. Be still and know that I am God. He wants us to understand who he is. And the only time you ever see those persons just running frantically and everybody going crazy or anything, and somebody just slap them in the face, and all of a sudden say, okay, good, thank you. <laughs> Sometimes we need a slap in the face just to, you know, get us to focus at what God is trying to do. Slap in the face, you know, knock us down on our feet. We may end up in a hospital somewhere. You know, my pastor said he was going through, you know, had a heart attack years ago. But he knew God still wanted him to do his will. So whatever the doctor said, that was one thing. But when God, you know, does a miracle in your life, then that's God saying, you know what? Man does one, says one thing, but I'm going to say, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to work a miracle and use you. So when we have that, no matter what faith, Job did not budge. His friends came around, was talking their smack, because we got friends that come around and talk smack to us all day long. You know, that's just Satan and his minions. So when they come, his friends were talking their smack, but Job did not budge. He continued his path, and God continued to bless him because he had that no matter what faith. I'm kind of jealous. I ain't picked Job. She come up here. I thought I had the best hero. She come up here and picking Job. That's all right. The show's not over yet, but um, we are down at the we are down at the half hour mark. Um, you're listening live with the Man in the Mirror with your host Hezekiah uh, Montgomery and co-host Michelle Johnson, and we are having a great time. We are talking about an Easter hero. We talked about the thief on the cross who people thought was insignificant, but he wasn't because we all can relate to him because I do, because he said, you know, remember me when you come into your kingdom. We talked about Job, um, and we talked about Abraham. You know, we're talking about people of the Bible. I know it's Easter season. Got Christ is our first hero, but he was surrounded by all other stories and all other people that God used to show his love to a dying world. 
Um, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the man and the mirror. Um, we are, um, I, we'll have a, some notes from our sponsors. Um, music is talking for our liners, where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 888-501-8650, extension 7787 appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website at www.mefowlinc.org. That's www.mifsonfrankalisonindigo.nc.mefowlinc.org. Another sponsor is our Kirby Boss Project. Kirby Boss Projects were created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Kirby chicks up all chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project, and their website is www.curvyboss.com. And, Michelle, um, give us some more information about Curvy Boss if you have some. Um, yes, we are still having our fundraiser. You can find that on Facebook. You can look up Curvy Boss Project. And we are having a fundraiser to help us with a young women's uh, mentoring program for our full-figured young ladies, as well as we are preparing to uh, film or do the shooting for our uh, 2016-17 full-figured women's calendar as well. So look us up on curvyboss.com, and you can click um, the, the link for GoFundMe or look us up on GoFundMe Curvy Boss Project. Excellent. And I just want to, before we go, I want to actually thank you guys. Anybody who got a chance to listen, I did put it up. I had an interview at 2 o'clock today um, on the Christian Authors on Tour Network, K-O-A-D, Blog Talk Radio Show. And it will be up on my um, page again later on. You know, you know, just had a half hour. You know, talking with the host, uh, Miss Lynn Pender, it was a great show. I had a good time, and we just talked about the book, and this is one of, you know, several interviews that I can actually put in my repertoire. So, you know, if you had a chance to listen to it, I appreciate those, you know, your support. And if you haven't, I will make sure that it's up with, uh, you know, under this show that you'll have a chance to hear that interview as well. Um, We're going to take our break right now before we go, and then we'll come back with an Easter hero and just do some more talking about our heroes again. If you, when we come back, um, you can dial in nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one. Hit the number one on your phone. You'll be put in our queue and tell us about your Easter hero. And as we're going break, I want you to make sure that you know who you know who you are but whom you are in God's hand and how much you and how much worth you have to him. But I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for 
And I'm like, you know what? I have to contact her. So I basically contacted her on Facebook. You know, we take these chances. We're looking for people. Maybe they be there, maybe not. But we were blessed, and she was there. So basically, you know, we're going to be blessed with her next week because she's excited, I'm excited, and we're just going to have a good time. So that show will be up this weekend. I want you guys to, you know, invite all your friends and everything. And we're just going to have a good time in the Lord, praising him, talking about him, hearing about her story, you know. And we're just going to, this show is just getting better and better and better and better. I'm just having a good time because I'm learning. You know, I go back and listen to some, I go back and listen to all the episodes, see if I missed anything or what I can. You know, I'm a work workaholic. You know, if I miss anything, or what can I do to improve? So just be looking out, you know, for next next week's show, which will be the 4th of March. We are in the third month of 2016. Do you wow. believe that, Michelle? The third no, month? I don't. It's going really, really fast. I think it was that vacation. I feel like I lost a whole month somewhere. <laughs> we wouldn't even talk about that vacation. Oh. <laughs> the rest of us are still back here working, and we had somebody sit in for you. One of you know, one of your friends, Kim Marie Price. She sat in for you, and um, another good friend of ours, um, Deacon Farr. So yeah, you know, while you away, the rest of us are still back here working. But that's okay. <laughs> that's well, okay. You know, we got to keep we got to keep the show going. We got to keep the show that's going. Right. You know, I'm going to be to the point where one day I'm like, I'm going on vacation, and then I'm going to say, hey, look, you take care of the show tonight. Uh, I don't want to go with you. I have to, I'm going to call uh, nah, We can have, we nah, can have the show nah. in the island. <laughs> it ain't even going to happen. We can from the Caribbean somewhere. There you go. Uh, nah, it ain't going to happen. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't want me bothering you. I couldn't even contact you. But that's a whole other story. That's a whole nother show. We we were gonna try to do the show, but she put her phone on Do Not Disturb. But um Ooh, why are you it telling was them story? Good Stop. Show. <laughs> but I, anyway, I actually oh, I actually man. think it was the phone company who put my phone on Do Not Disturb. <laughs> oh gosh. Actually we do have someone in the queue and they would like to um and I'll let you take care of that. Yes, we do have a caller in the queue that would like to say something on the show tonight. Caller ending in 0256. Again, caller ending in 0256. Welcome to the show. Yes, hi, good evening. Hi, good evening. Talk hi, to Michelle. Hi, Hezekiah. <laughs> this is Maria. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good evening. I am so happy my sister is back. I really am. Um, So I wanted to ask about my T-shirt, though, before I told who my heroes are. (laughs) I I did did request a trinket while me and Hezekiah was in here working. (laughs) And somebody was all fanning around. What happened was... was (laughs) <laughs> See, I need, I, I, I'm going to tell, tell Hezekiah Give you some of his trinkets Because he bugged me so bad To make sure I pulled him some stuff back 
I forgot about everybody else. See what happens? <laughs> well, praise God, being a good Christian that I, I am. You know, I'm a man under the bus. Unconditional, so you are forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> about the heroes in the Bible because we have to remember that when these men were carrying the word of Christ, um, it was at a time where they were being crucified for carrying the word of Christ. So Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, I could name them all, Mary, um, an unwed mother at a time where she could have been stoned and killed for being an unwed mother. Um, But her obedience and her belief and her faith in the spirit um, kept her and to stand there and watch not only God but her only begotten son tortured and murdered in that way, you know, and still hold fast to the faith that she had that he would arise in three days. I mean, there are just numerous martyrs in the Bible. Um, but one thing that I just wanted to say about Jesus is a lot of times we focus um, on him being up on that cross, which was phenomenal, phenomenal. But let us not forget that from the moment he was conceived in his mother's womb, um, he walked 33 years knowing what he was here to do. And when it was time, just before he even got on the cross, what did he ask God? He said, Father, is there any other way? You know, is there mm-hmm. any other way? He knew what was about to happen to him. You know, and yeah. he didn't to go through that suffering, but there was no other way, and so he did it anyway. But for 33 years, I can't imagine walking this earth for 33 seconds knowing that I'm going to suffer that type of crucifixion, especially for people who have wronged me five minutes ago, somebody who done cut me off in traffic, somebody who's hurt a child, raped a child, murdered somebody, you know, just trying to steal Seven dollars. You didn't kill the old lady for seven dollars. You know, I yeah. can't imagine sacrificing who I am to save not only the righteous but the unrighteous. So you yeah. know, like I said, I could go on for days and days and days. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm in the midst of doing. I'm in my third week of doing um, this thing called the Bible Boot Camp. My, I'm a newly ordained minister, so um, to in the midst of doing this Bible Boot Camp, where we are, I'm taking spiritual leaders like back to the basics, because there are so many things that they are leaving out. I don't like the. Um, Theory of the the I dream a genie theory, which is what I call it. You know, you want a house, just pray for a house. You want a husband, you just pray for a husband. We know that life doesn't work that way. You know, um, sin entered the world. It's just that simple. Once that happened, it was done. You know, but we have people who believe that it's hard for them to really honestly have faith in something that they can't see. And then when you go to spiritual leaders and they're feeding you this type of stigma, and you pray and it don't happen, then it's hard, really harder for you to grasp that faith. But there are many um, martyrs in the Bible, like I said, that I could name for days because, you know, we have to remember that this was a time where just carrying the word of Jesus Christ, just sharing with somebody who Christ was um, could get you killed and often did get you killed. Mm-hmm. You know, but there are just, you know, I could talk for days on <laughs> the martyrs yeah. and the Bible. Yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah, well, I just wanted to share that and tell you both I love you and the show. I have missed you. <laughs> so I, I am glad you are home. I can't. I can't wait to see you. I know. I know it won't be right away, but yes, I know. And you know, it's been a it's been a long two weeks. Um, but you know, I know it's going to happen soon, and I look forward to it. And hopefully, nothing else arises. But you know, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can't complain. I won't complain. Like I said, I know my plight, plight, you know, especially like you said, when you mentioned you think about Job, you know, and his three, his three homeboys. I got to break it down Barney style. You know, they come and they're accusing him of doing wrong. Job, you must have done something to sin against God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I did nothing. I did nothing. You ain't got to believe me. And just as Hezekiah said, even his wife cursed God and died. He like, woman, you better hush, get out of here with all that foolishness. Yeah. You know, he cursed the day he was born. You know, he cursed his own flesh. He was angry, and that's fine. God understood that. But as you say, he paid him tenfold. You know, oh, he got everything back plus some. So, you know, we just have to hold fast in our faith. And, you know, like you said, unfailing, unending, un just faith, phenomenal faith. Yeah. Nah, it's a faith. Nah, nah, you got it all wrong. She called it a no matter what faith. I wrote it down, getting ready. Oh, a no matter what faith. I know I don't want to Get, um, get, I'm going to get like 
on Kim and Real. Okay, 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 guys, don't be mad at me. You know, <laughs> get in there. Uh, let the, let you the know, that's I said a flash, and you have and to think as a player now. If he even referred to his disciples as spiritually dense, they were with him. They witnessed his miracles, yet they still doubted. You know, yeah, so right. they was right there. So, you know, that's us in the flesh, and we're going to have that sometimes. So you just have to remember that's, that's it's okay to doubt. Just get back up there and remember um, that he is who he says he is. But, you know, the yeah, disciples was right there watching him turn water into wine, healing all these people, and they were still like, they still didn't believe him. You know, they yeah, still, right. you know, at times you think about them on the boat, you know, when they were crossing over the Sea of Galilee and the storm came, you know, and yeah. they ran, wake up, wait, here, like, do you, you still don't believe me? You waking me up mm-hmm. for that? What do you say? Mm-hmm. Water, be still. Everything stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Gideon was still, like, look, I'm going to go to battle, and I'm going to go to battle. <laughs> I need to make sure. I need to make sure that you, uh, you got my back. You know, I got to make sure that. Now, don't be mad at me, but I'm about to go into battle, and I need to make sure, you know, you know, me and you yeah. like this. You know, we, you know, mano umano, we going we to one accord. So, you know, but think you about know, that story. He was terrified. He's like, look, he I need to know. He always got our back, though. He always has our back. We, I don't know, you know, it reminds me of, you know, one of your favorite scriptures about, the, the one that shows named after James, because we see God perform miracles in our lives. We see him make the impossible come to reality. We see, we see it. We may not see it like, you know, if Jesus isn't standing in front of us making water into wine, but we have seen the blessings and the the miracles in our life. We've seen them. And mm-hmm. we still do the same thing. We do the same thing they did then. We'll, we'll doubt him anyway. Mm-hmm. So I just encourage everybody, thank you for bringing that out, because I just encourage everybody to remember, ponder mm-hmm. on those things that he has done prior. You Amen. know, you know, like like uh, Hezekiah just said, you know he's got your back, and then you're still saying, but you got your back right. Well, and, and he was looking at you like, well, I had it a week ago, I had it a month ago, I had it a year ago, I had it 10 years ago, I had it from the day you were born, but we still asking. So, you know, I just I just thank God, and I do admonish us to just ponder on those things. We know he's blessed us before. We know he's brought us out before. Because we know it wasn't us. So, I just had to put my two cents in there. I'm glad That was more than two. That was about 50 cents, girl, but that's okay. <laughs> about, why did everybody got to put my two They talked for a half hour, so I just had to put my two cents in it. But that's okay. That's quite all right. Uh, we're winding down. We have about a little under three minutes to go. Um, Michelle, since you were, you know, um, and since you have any last words, ending comments? I think I, I think I just gave my last words. Thank you for calling in, Kim. Thank you for your Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Oh, not a problem. We always enjoy, you know, special people that come in and support um, our show because we just have a good time. And this was something the Lord gave me. He said, where two or more are gathered in my name, there he shall be in the midst. And we just have to follow through with what he says because a lot of people say, well, what the heck? They may not listen to the show. They may not sign on, but the show is up there now. So if they ever decide to figure out what an Easter hero is, they're all over, you know. Mm-hmm. 
there are, you know, it's just not Easter time. We just celebrate the resurrection. We everybody goes to their Good Friday services. We go through the seven sayings of the cross, and you know, um, the thief, you know, thou shalt be with me in paradise. That is one of the sayings of the cross. But do you really understand the whole concept of what was going on at that time when Jesus, being Jesus, and I said it earlier, when he said he stopped dying, he's going to say, look, I'm up here, you up here, because this is how we are. We selfish, like the first day. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> yourself down and myself down, too. Heck, I'm ready, I'm ready to get out of here. I know you can do it. That's that self-centered attitude. But he stopped dying enough just to say, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's love. Because he didn't say, well, look, you got to do this, you got to do that. Jesus knew, I'm up, look, we up here in the same boat, the same predicament. But he said, today. And, and, And that's what I understand about some people. I'm hurting right now. And you want to condemn me? I'm already hurt. But you want to condemn me more? I mean, that's like putting more knives and stabbing me more. Christ didn't do that. So if Christ didn't do that, who are we to do that to other people? Because he wants us to show love. Um, I listened to an episode, one of my first episodes, and um, Christ reminded me of a you know block talk radio show that I did with C. Maria Wall, and God reminded me of Romans a one, which says there's no condemnation for those who are Christ Jesus. Well, guess what? If Christ is not condemning me because I've asked for forgiveness and repented, why? And Christ did not condemn that man. He just forgave him. He didn't condemn people. He forgave people. So this is what we have to remember that as in the Easter season is coming and it's upon us and we're getting ready. We're all going to be in church on um, um, on um, Good Friday. Let's remember it's not about us. It's about Christ and what he did for us. And I'd like to thank all of you who have been listening in and talking with us about an Easter hero. I truly love this episode Again, because I knew that that thief, how that thief felt, because I was that thief. I put myself in that same spot. I should have been up there on that cross, but Christ died, and Christ was the sacrifice that I should have been. So I want you guys, you know, just remember that God's grace and mercy has always been there for us, and his mercy endureth every morning. If you have any questions, um, or comments, please visit our event page. Um, go to my and please go to my website www.hezekiahmontgomery.com and um, just check out the web page. And um, the new web page will be with up within the next month or so. Um, we're still working on that, but that will be up. This has been. I thank you, ladies, for you know Michelle as always helping out, Kim Marie for signing in, and just you know helping us out tonight. Thank you. This has been Hezekiah L. Montgomery. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.